Welcome inside episode 661 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountain on a Sens game day. Ottawa continues their trip through Florida, taking on a Lightning team that's won four of their last five games. And the Sens are trying to snap their losing streak. Can they get a win on the road for the first time this season? We've got our locked-on players, our lookout players, and keys to victory for this game. And a whole lot more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Tuesday, November 1st. The show is free and available on all platforms, including... On YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video is by simply just clicking the thumbs up, commenting on each video, and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. Be a friend, tell a friend, let everyone know that we're your home for coverage on the Ottawa Belleville Sense and every Sense prospect five days a week from Monday through Friday. I want to start today's show with a quick birthday shout out for my mom, who has listened to every single episode of this show. And Pilsy, guess how she's celebrating her birthday? There's only one way to celebrate your birthday, Ross, and that's by going to see the Ottawa Senators play some hockey. She will be live and in person with my dad in Tampa. So if you see a pair of Sens fans, my dad's, he's so mad at me because I made him get a Mark Stone jersey the year he got traded. Hates it. I said, you know what? That's the type of jersey you'll get respect wearing 10 years from now even. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good move. And uh, yeah, shout out Patty. Happy birthday. And it's a must-win game. They're going to see. We'll get into the deep details, but Pilsy, I also cringed when I said November because I don't want last November to repeat itself. Oh, no. We're getting those November vibes from last season. Only one win in an entire month. Those were tough times for us, Ross. We uh, we both had to kind of really push ourselves through that month. And I'm anticipating this month we get more than one win from the Ottawa Senators. That I maybe a hot take, maybe a hot take, but I'm going there. Spicy. One ten and one last November. Twenty-seven goals for 53 against. <laughs> they didn't just lose in November. They oh, got yeah. absolutely pumped in November. Every yeah. single game. My goodness. Their penalty kill went 28 for 38 they gave up 10 power play goals that was just all in all probably the worst month of sense hockey i've ever seen it has to be it has to be yeah but we know that last was it december yeah it was early december it was like right after that it was december 11th where the ottawa senators shut out the tampa bay lightning for nothing and guess what yep that was one of the rare times where an ottawa senators team beat a former goalie. Brian Elliott was in goal for that game. I'm scared to pull up the numbers, but I will anyways, as I ask you the question, are we summoning Andre Vasilevsky tonight? Or are we hoping that this trend stops? You know what? 
I, I'm not going to go for the Vasilevsky um, please. Like last year, we, we begged for Vasilevsky, and then I think we got him, and things did not turn out well for the Sens. So I, I know I'm looking right at that 7-1-2 record for you guys listening. Uh, Brian Elliott has a 7-1-2 record up against the Ottawa Senators. But 0-1-0 in his last one. Yes, exactly. So we're we're gonna bank on that trend continuing. I would much rather have Brian Elliott, but I feel like that's 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 a big wish to have. Maybe that'll be Patty's birthday wish, uh, Ross, that we get Brian Elliott instead of Andre Vasilevsky. The Tampa Bay Lightning are returning from a West Coast trip. They did the same trip that the Leafs did, but they won all three games rather than the Toronto Maple Leafs. No, I think they dropped one of them. I think the Kings beat them. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. But then they were able to bounce back. I think that might have been an overtime as well, if I'm not mistaken there. Um, e- either way, they're they're coming back feeling good. They had their Halloween party. We'll touch on our lookout player. We'll let you know maybe the best costume going sends abroad now. Yep. I, I just looked it up. In the game that we summoned Andre Vasilevsky, the Sens lost 5-2. Mm. They scored twice in the first four minutes. We must have been feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> We asked for, for the uh, the best goalie in the league. We got him. We got yeah. him right where we want him. But there was a method to our madness when we had that. Andre Vasilevsky's numbers going into that game were the yeah. worst against any team in the National Hockey League. I do remember that. That's why we, we got our voodoo and uh, we wished upon it. And uh, yeah, it, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but ultimately not good. How'd you feel about the uh, pushback that we got on YouTube yesterday? And we always appreciate the comments. We read them all. We can't get back to everyone uh, as much as we used to be able to, but we do read them all. And I appreciate some people being like, you know what? You guys are too hard on DJ Smith. I didn't hear those complaints when they won four games in a row at home. And three of them, they only allowed two goals in each game, but the defensive structure has been an ongoing issue. I don't think I've been hard on DJ Smith. I, if if anything, I think I've maybe been a little too soft on him. So I I don't know how I feel about about those comments. But I mean, when when you're looking at this team and you're four and four, it's been the ulti- kind of the ultimate highs and the ultimate lows, right? Like they've been crushing it. That four game win streak at home was insane, and then all the games on the road have been. I don't know. I was about to say a disaster. That is that is far too yeah. uh, far too negative. But they've not been good. Let's just say that. So, and this is the thing. I'm willing to give DJ Smith a little more time here. It's going to take time to figure out how to how to use that decor without Arden Zub here. How to get your lineups properly clicking without Josh Norris? Because obviously, losing a 35 plus goal scorer is never good. But the issue is how it trickles down the lineup. Because now you've got Shane Pinto in an elevated role, which I think will be okay. But the issue there is Mark Kaslick, I love the guy, but he is not a third-line center. He's he's your perfect fourth-line center. And then having Dylan Gambrell come in, again, a guy that I like, but is he the answer to your problems? I I don't think so. So that's where the real issue is. It's not losing Josh Norris, it's what that does to the rest of your lineup that now throws everything out of whack. Because they, they had it perfectly, eh? Like it, like the top two lines were great top two chemistry lines. Your third line had some defensive prowess while also being able to score goals. And your fourth line 
was out there banging bodies, winning fights, and scoring the occasional goal even. So now things are all twisted up. Winning fights? I thought you were going to go with the other F word there, your face-offs with Mark Kastlik doing so well from the fourth line. But when yeah. you look at the, the Sanz, they just got dominated in every sense of the word against Florida. Shocking that that was a 5-3 game with an empty netter. Sens have to be near the top of the league, by the way, in empty net goals allowed. They allowed one against Florida, one against Minnesota, and two against Buffalo. Well, Ross, did you read Ian Mendes' article? No, what'd he say? In, I think, since last season, when the Sens pulled their goalie. Oh, (laughs) trivia time, Ross. When the Sens pulled their goalie from this season and last, what they had 19 attempts. How many goals did they score when they pulled their goalie? Two. Damn close. One. One. One for 19, Ross. Number one. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, they're not number one. They're like number 32, I think. Did you get Martian (laughs) to say that? No, I didn't. By the way, that's going to be a special uh, game previews. We're going to put out YouTube reels just short, less than one minute. Three things you need to know. So I got Martian a voice one, two, and three. Just have some fun with that. But one out of 16, did you say? 19. Wow. (laughs) So what is it? We got to dive into that a little bit more uh, in future shows. I'm going to go back and pull up some of these these replays of the game. Wait, wait, wait. Before Before we move on, I think the stat is... They've scored one goal and they've had 19 against, not 19 Whoa. pulled goalie attempts and they've got one goal there. Yes, I, I think that's it. So just want to make that still, clear. That's that, that's arguably a worse stat. Yeah, exactly. They're giving up uh, a ton of goals when they yeah. they pull the goalie, which, I mean, you should. That comes down to just being a better puck possession team, though. Like, well, and, and it's about winning those small puck battles. Like those, it's... Like, all it takes is losing one puck battle in the ozone, and it's very easy for a team to just break out of their own blue line, and then just even from center ice, you can pot an empty net goal if if you got the lane. So, yeah, that's where it comes down to. You need that tenacity. You need that that work ethic of, okay, it's me and him in uh, up against the boards. Who's going to come out with that puck at the end of it? And you've got the extra man, so you need to have two guys hopefully going into those puck battles you, you got an extra guy so the Ottawa centers and I think it's it's been obvious that they've been working on that in practice and DJ Smith is trying to get the six on five uh, pop in here I mean I hope so at least so hopefully we see a better trend with that because you're not going to win games if every time you take a gamble you lose that's it's tough yeah, well, what's tough is watching this team struggle in the defensive zone. 98 shots against in the last two games. Now, to put that in perspective, in Tampa's last three games, again, on the road, and you're right, they lost in LA 4-2 and then got a 4-3 win in Anaheim. 4-2 win in Anaheim, 4-3 win in San Jose. They've given up 81 shots in their last three games versus 98 in the last two. Mm-hmm. So Tampa's coming home, though. Is this a trap game for them? We'll talk about that and get into our locked on player, lookout player. But first, Pilsy, you've got a word from our friends at Simply Safe. Well, Ross, the Ottawa Senators have done a good job of protecting their home. When they're home at the CTC, they seem to do a good job keeping things safe. So, like them, you need to do the same with your home. And there's only one way to do it you got to check out Simply Safe. At Simply Safe, 
Your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With those agents, Simply Safe will call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, you know you're covered. They blanket your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. There's smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. So if a squirrel's running across your yard or something, it's not going to have all the hazard panic alarms going off. They can even detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. The monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, so you get the highest priority police dispatch when you need it most. Customize the perfect system for your home. Just a few minutes, guys, at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. Guys, there's no safe like Simply Safe. And there's no palace like Shawarma Palace. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Shawarma Palace. It's Ottawa's number one spot when you need a satisfying meal that's not going to break the bank. Our friends at Shawarma Palace have nine different locations, and I've been to all nine of them. Eh, eight. I haven't been to the one in Carleton. I believe you have to have post-secondary to get in there. I say tongue-in-cheek, but you can't never be too far away from a Shawarma Palace. Shawarma Palace right here in Ottawa is our sponsor. If you haven't been there, we'll crawl out from under that rock and get there right now. Game days taste better with Shawarma Palace. That's why we make sure that we talk about Shawarma Palace on Tuesdays and Thursdays because you know that the stress can get to you. Those butterflies in your stomach. Well, Make sure that they're soaking away in some garlic sauce, extra garlic sauce. I always get the chicken shawarma platter, my go-to. Pillsy loves the wrap because if you haven't seen Pillsy eat, it would take him about 16 months to finish a shawarma platter palace because they don't sacrifice quantity for quality. The quality is AAA, top-notch. However, the portions are enough for you and your whole family. Some people laugh at me. They say, you can't finish a platter in one go. And to that, I say, prove it. I want to see that. Maybe we'll get a competition going with our friends over at Chawarma Palace. A little eating competition. See who can actually crush a platter in one go because it's so fresh. It's so good. But my favorite, you eat like three quarters of it and then put it in the fridge. And it's still so fresh, so good right out of the fridge. So go check them out today. Shawarma Palace sends game days. Tastes better at Shawarma Palace. It's a must-win game day for the Ottawa. Right. You like this? I'm I'm grooving. It was it was a little funky to start, but I like it, Ross. I like it. All right. Shout out royalty free music mp3s.com. <laughs> nice. You're listening to Locked On Senators on a game day. The Sens are hoping to snap a two-game skid down on the west coast. Of Florida. They'll be at Emily Arena tonight. It's a seven o'clock puck drop. 
you know you can check the YouTube channel one hour before the game for a quick synopsis of what's going down tonight. We'll have the postcast after the game. Myself, Brandon Pillar, and at Laleem's Martian. And that's why don't just subscribe to Locked On Senators. Make sure you hit the bell so you'll know when we go live. Pillsy, you told me you're not feeling necessarily confident in the boys tonight. Yeah, I know it's a must win for you and a can't lose for me, Ross, but I've been I've been heading to betonline.ag and I've been feeling confident in the sends and and putting some extra live bets in. I'm taking a step back responsibly from the Ottawa Senators tonight. I just feel like although stakes are high and you don't want to go down 3, this is like the Tampa Bay Lightning have been to 3 straight Stanley Cup Finals in a row, and your Ottawa Senators have not. They've been to three straight draft lotteries. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Um, so I I don't know. I just I don't like the matchup here. I would love to come in hot, positive pillsy, but I'm just I'm I'm not feeling it, Ross. I'm not feeling it, and I'm not gonna fall into that trap of being like, ooh, there's some um, momentum here. I'm tossing a couple shekels in live. No, I'm. Stepping back tonight. You're staying away from it, so you don't even want me to tease you with the line tonight. Hit me with the line. Just, just give me a taste. But I'm not. I'm only nibbling. Plus one seventy two for your Ottawa Senators. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I, I'm staying off it. Okay. All right. I'll tell you my locked on player. There's one Senator who has had a lot of success against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But let's start with those Tampa Bay. Lightning. And how about Nick Paul? Did you see him going as gold member for Halloween? I love gold. That's easily the best one I've seen. He even rocked the four-wheel roller skates yeah. at the party. That's all time. Yeah, that's that's classic. And I feel like hockey players should really try to incorporate rollerblading costumes in. Like that, You show off some skills there. It, it fits right in. So who like what other rollerblade? <laughs> oh come on, Ross! You know the the classics. Um, oh, you could be you could be a like nineteen fifties burger delivery person with that the, with the hat, the striped costume, and a, and a tray. That works. Yeah, yep. I'm looking at it, and then there's like roller derby players. You could be. Yep. Yeah, not a whole lot else. Yeah, that's Six about incredible it. Incredible Halloween costumes with roller skates. All right, I think I just heard collectively the noise of 85% of our audience leaving the show. But no, when you look at it with the Tampa Bay Lightning, this team, they started off a little slow. And if there's going to be a team that would, you kind of have to assume it's one that's played that much hockey over the past little while. They had one win in their first four games, and that win was against the worst team in the Eastern Conference, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They beat them 5-2. to two. Their losses to Philly, to Pittsburgh, the Rangers won on opening night. Yeah, they got outplayed, outshot 39-26, but that one came down to uh, to a two-goal game as well. They've beaten the Florida Panthers in overtime. They've beaten the Islanders. They've beaten the Ducks. They've beaten the Sharks, and their other loss came against the LA Kings. So it's the 10th game of the season for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and get this, though. Out of their next 11 games, they only play two on the road. They're in Washington and in Nashville separately, so they've got a four-game homestand here. They go out for one. They come back for three. They go out for one. They come back for two. This feels like a bit of a trap game for them because they've got Carolina in town 
on Thursday. That's going to be a tough matchup, bit of a rivalry there in the South. I think the Sens might be able to sneak in under the radar. We just talked about it too. Sens look pretty sloppy after their Halloween party. You know, Tampa had theirs two nights ago. Yeah, I mean, these are good points, Ross. And um, I hope the angles you're taking are are legit and they end up playing a factor. But I don't, I don't know. I just got a bad feeling about this. And, and maybe, as I'm saying, I got a bad feeling and I'm not betting on this, Ross. Maybe people are rushing to betonline.ag and emptying their accounts because everyone knows what a mush I typically am when it comes to uh, sports gambling. So take that for what you will. But in my gut... Maybe it's all the Reese's pieces I ate last night, but not feeling good about this one. The Tampa Bay Lightning are led by Nikita Kucherov with 12 points in nine games. Steven Stamkos has seven goals in nine games to assist as well. And Braden Point and Victor Hedman have eight each. Who's your lookout player for tonight's game? Ooh, I'm glad I got to go first on this one, Ross. I'm looking out for gold member Nick Paul. We've seen Nick Paul in a second-line center role before, Ross. Didn't exactly go the way everyone probably wanted it to go, but he's got a new deal. He's getting a lot more vitamin D down in Tampa than he was in Ottawa. He's I feel like he really fits in well there, and this was a mutually beneficial hockey trade. Uh, Nick Paul from Matthew Joseph in a fourth-round pick. So I'm going to be looking out for Nick Paul because he was an absolute legend in the playoffs for them. And I miss Nick Paul like that. That was a good Ottawa Senator like story. Like the whole story of Nick Paul was really great. And I'm happy he got his bag massive seven year deal. So I'm going to be looking out for Nick Paul. What do you mean he was a legend for them in the playoffs, dude? He was a legend for us with two goals against the Leafs in game seven. (laughs) Yeah, he was a legend for the hockey community collectively. Yes, that's a good point. And egg on my face, when he got traded or when that whole conversation was going on about whether or not he was going to re-sign in Ottawa, our whole thing was, hey, the grass isn't always greener. Like, will he get those opportunities elsewhere? He's averaging more minutes this year than he did in Ottawa any season. That's crazy. Oh, my God. With Tampa, he's averaging 18-22. John Cooper uses him in all situations. And as we know, Nick Paul does it all. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's my guy. Five points in his last four games. Now, he also has five points in nine games on the season, but two multi-point games in his last four, goal and an assist against the Islanders and against the Anaheim Ducks. I like that call, Pilsy. I really do, but I'm going to go – in a different direction, and maybe it's boring, but how can you not be locked on to Steven Stamkos? There was a time where I thought it might be the beginning of the end for Steven Stamkos. The points were always there, but the injuries, it just felt like we're going to catch up on him eventually. That's not the case. Last season, at 31 years old, he had his highest offensive output in his career. Not goals. He had 60 way back when he was 21, but 106 points. It's really fun for me watching players that come into the league as one type of guy and then round out their game, find different ways to find success. He was just a pure sniper. People thought he was going to challenge for Ovechkin for a while. In his first four years, he had 179 goals. But now he's more of a disher. He's playing the wing instead of center a lot. And He's just redefined his game, and he's always dangerous on the power play. We know that. Finished 11th in heart voting 
last year. So this is a guy who's redefined. He's got seven goals, like I said, already on the season. Five of them have come on the power play. So if you're yep. the Sens, you have to be aware of that. And he's used more than he ever has. Averaging almost 21 minutes a game, Pilsy. So I'm going to be looking out for Steven Stamkos tonight. Nice. Should we pull up the Tampa Bay lines, uh, see where these these uh, Lightning players line up? Our, ironically, Ross, both our guys are on the same line here. Yes, they are. As we run through it, the top line is Braden Point in between Brandon Hagel and Nikita Kucherov. The second line, Nick Paul in between Alex Kalorn and Steven Stamkos. Sends abroad. Vladislav Nemestikov centering the third line with Ross Colton and Cole Kepka, And the fourth line, just some veteran leadership right here. Pierre-Edouard Belmar, Pat Maroon, and Scory Perry. On defense, Victor Hedman with Eric Chernak. Mikhail Sergachev with Nick Perbix, I believe is how you pronounce that one. A player who I wasn't familiar with. Turns out he's a U.S. Olympian last year. And then Ian Cole with Cal Foot. We're still waiting to hear as we're recording here at about 9.30 a.m. whether it will be Andre Vasilevsky or Brian Elliott. But I can tell you that Nikita Kucherov is their leading scorer and that they are 5-4 and four on the year. Sick call by me not updating the last 10. All right. <laughs> but the, it, it's neither here. Not a math guy, but the, those numbers do not add up to 10 either. Not a math guy either. All right. So we got our lookout player. That's how they line up. And now we will turn our attention to the Ottawa Senators. After a quick break, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Locked On Senators podcast, your team every day. I think we got to get a tune of the day. Tune of the day? Yeah. I thought you were going to hit me with a, di- a different one for this segment, but we're... Is that is that we should do? We should find one for, for oh, each? Oh, yeah. We need All two. Right. We need two. But uh, but I like the vibe. You got the vibe right. All right. We can sit down and go through it. Yeah. Sends game day. What I'm calling a must win for the Ottawa Senators going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to take my locked on player first. But before we do that, Pilsy, why don't you run through the lineup? The lineup. The lineup. We're going. Top line. Brady Kachuk. Tim Stutzla, Drake Batherson, Alex DeBrinkett, Shane Pinto, Claude Drew, my guy, Tyler Mott, with Casty and returning Tampa Bay Lightning, Matthew Joseph. Is this his first game up, up against Lightning? Can you uh, can we get our stats team on that, Ross? Certainly his first game in Tampa. Okay. I believe, uh, I believe it is as I click one more button. Never played the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a little foreshadowing. Uh, Parker Kelly with Dylan Gambrell playing his first game of the season with Austin Watson. Then on defense, we have Thomas Shabbat with Nick Holden. Jake Sanderson with Travis Hamannick. Eric Brandstrom with Nikita Zaitsev. And we anticipate Anton Forsberg will be the starter. Yeah, I, I'm happy anticipating that one, Pills. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's- What's wrong with Megas Helberg? What's you? You got something against a 9.35 save percentage and winning one game out of one. He's only won every single NHL game he's ever started. You got a problem with that, Ross? No, I don't. And you know what? Yeah. I would actually like to see him back in the lineup in the next couple of games. Ottawa comes home after this one, and their schedule 
is pretty interesting because Vegas is on fire. And we'll get yeah. into that tomorrow and on Thursday's show. Then they've got Philly and Vancouver. And that's I know there's two days in between, but I probably get Helberg in against Philly or Vancouver, unless unless Pilsy Cam Talbot might be ready to go. He's been practicing. I still get Helberg in one more game. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, give him one more look. He's deserved it. And yeah, Forsberg needs the break. I mean, this guy is, he's working hard. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just hoping that Artem Zub gets back in the lineup. This decor is uh, leaving a little bit to be desired. The, the extras look like it's going to be Derek Broussard and Dylan Hetherington for the ninth game of the season. Already nearing that 10-game mark. And my locked-on player tonight is the player who had a hat-trick against the Tampa Bay Lightning last year in the first win he had as captain of this team. It's Brady Kachuk. This guy is just, he's a horse out there. He looked good against Florida. One of the few players I thought that actually had a pretty good game. And you know what? I got I got the crack stat team on this one, Pilsy. A little advanced stat for you. Oh. The save percentage for Ottawa Senators goalies when Brady Kachuk is on the ice at five on five is 827 bad worst on the team so i'm i'm curious to see if that doesn't regress to the mean a little bit here because that's tough yeah you would hope so and especially with brady chuck being a guy that eats a lot of minutes you don't want those minutes uh to have that bad of goaltending attached to them no you really don't so hopefully that gets figured out because i'm not saying that that line's been good defensively frankly they haven't with stutzla and batherson either but all of their uh, defensive metrics aren't great but when you're looking at it from a standpoint of sometimes it's like um it's like oil and fire right like it, it, it one's bad enough and then you mix them both together and it's not great yeah an 821 save percentage when he's on the ice 836 when batherson's on the ice and an 844 when tim stutzla is on the ice the next worst is 890 with brandstrom so like that's a pretty yeah. wide gap between that line and the next, and then if you flip it, Billsy, get this: when Matthew Joseph's on the ice, sends goalies have a nine seventy nine save percentage. Wow! Stopping ninety eight out of every hundred shots. Well, Ross, that transitions perfectly to my locked on player. It's going to be Matthew Joseph. I mean, yeah, those are great numbers, and that's what I was talking about. That third line, it seems like they're able to defend well and put some offense on the board now. When you lose Shane Pinto, a guy with six goals already, that's probably going to dry up the offense a little bit, especially when you look at the fact that Joseph still looking for his first goal of the season, Ross. And Pinto and Tyler Mott have enjoyed uh, racking up the stats here, but Matthew Joseph, not so much. So I'm going to be locked on to Joseph, seeing if there's any uh, you know tricks he's got up his sleeve. It's trick-or-treat time. Can, does he have any tricks up against his old teammates so that he can cash in a couple treats? I sure hope so. So, Matthew Joseph, my locked-on player. Well, how about the treat that he has in terms of memories the last time he had a, not the last time he's in the building, but getting to raise the cup at Emily Arena. So, hopefully, he gets some great memories back yeah. and can really kind of offensively start driving himself. The last few games, too, I haven't loved his overall game. I did like how he established himself physically. The other night, I think it was against Minnesota, where he absolutely destroyed one of the wild players just by the Zuccarello. Yes, it was. So I I like that for Matthew Joseph. I want to see a little more snarl 
out of his game. We know he brings the speed aspect and can kill penalties, but I think he needs to take a step in the right direction here going into tonight's game. An easy locked-on player when he makes his return to Tampa. He'll get a video tribute, won't he? Maybe a quick one? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Quick one, though, right? Yeah. How many point? How many games do you think he played for the Lightning? I feel like he was a healthy scratch more more often than not early in his career. Okay, he actually played a few. He played a bit. 200? 221. Yeah, okay, cool. 70 points. He'll get a video tribute, especially. I feel like when you win a cup, you automatically get one. Yeah, fair. Yep. So what's your key to victory tonight? I know you're not super confident, but if, if, if the Sens can come away, what will be the reason why? My key to victory is don't allow Tampa to kind of lull you into playing the game that they want. Now, what I mean by that is I feel like this is a veteran team that they're top-heavy guys. They're going to have you playing the style they want. And then that fourth line, is that's a heavy veteran fourth line that knows how to grind down the opposition. So... Don't fall into the trap of trying to force passes. Like, that's one thing I noticed, Ross, is the Sens up against the Panthers, they were really trying to force a lot of passes. Like, the Sens need to play a simple, hard-nosed game. They need to play with pace the way DJ Smith has them. Don't try to outskill the Tampa Bay Lightning because it's not even close when you look at the likes of Braden Point. Nikita Kucherov, Steven Stamkos, Victor Hedman. Like, you, you don't have those guys to go head-to-head and try to outskill them. So just play a nice, clean, simple game. And I think if the Sens are going to win this one, it's going to be a close one. Like, it's if the Sens are going to win, it's going to be like a 2-1 win or something like that. Whereas if the Lightning win, I think they're going to blow the doors off. Where Forrester's making 68 saves next time. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so that's my key to victory is... Play Ottawa Senators type hockey. Don't try to play Tampa Bay Lightning hockey because it's not going to work. What is Ottawa Senators hockey? It's playing the way DJ Smith has this team set up. Playing with pace. Playing with, um, I mean, this is the issue when you've got a weaker decor. But having the D move the puck up the ice. That whole left side is built with puck movers. Tom Shabbat, Jake Sanderson, Brandy Moose Pucks. Those guys need to be transitioning the puck out of the zone. And simple Nice, quick passes, not trying to stretch two lines, not trying to go uh, like a full diagonal pass across the ice through two two lightning players. Like That's where I found myself getting frustrated is the passing was forced. It was trying to do too much. You need to rely on your speed and pace to move that puck up and down uh, up and down the ice here. So that's, that's the key to victory here is play your brand. Since Steven Stamkos made his NHL debut... The Tampa Bay Lightning have the third best power play in the National Hockey League overall. However, this year, they're middle of the pack. They're 13th right now with a 23.5% conversion rate with the man advantage. That makes me very nervous. And that means for me, an emphasis has to be on penalty killing. Ottawa's allowed a power play goal in each of the last two games. They've lost each of the last two games. So I would like to see them really kind of make it an emphasis. They've actually, out of their eight games, Pilsy, they've allowed a power play goal in six of them and two against Washington. So that's eight power play goals against in eight games. It's got to be. 
Yeah, it's got it's got to be better. I mean, their power play I think has been decent. It's clicking at a I believe it's like twenty five percent rate. So it hasn't been bad, but it I feel like it hasn't been opportune. Like they haven't got those power play goals in those big momentum swing power play opportunities. Yeah, Sens have scored a power play goal in each of the last five games, with two coming against Washington as well. So. That's that's pretty impressive as well. So I'm not worried about their power play. I know they have talent on the power play. But are you going to win the special teams battle? Because, like I said, they've scored a power play goal in that many games. Well, look, against Washington, it wasn't an advantage. They score two, they allow two. Against yep. Arizona, they score one, they allow one. Against Dallas, they score one, they allow zero. <laughs> they win by two with an empty netter. or so, Not an empty netter, sorry. Was it in that game? No. I don't remember if it no, was an no, empty or not. Remember it was 4-1, and then Wyatt Johnson made it 4-2 Correct. in that game. So that's the one game where they win the special teams battle, they win the game. Yep. Minnesota, 1-1. One one. Florida, 1-1. One so let's see them win the special teams battle. That'll be kind of my all-encompassing key to victory. Win the special teams battle, you probably win the game. You know what? I'll go so far as saying don't get outshot by 32 as well. Good call, Ross. Good call. That's my, that's my hot take, but... I said it's a must-win, and the Ottawa Senators are 2-0 and in must-win games for me this year. The home opener, after losing two on the road, you come home, you win the home opener, must-win game. And then against Arizona, must-win game. So here we are. And it's a right. for you, but you think they're going to lose. I, I never said I think they're going to lose. I just said I don't feel good about it. That's all. All right. Well, hopefully we're feeling good in the postcast. We'd love for you to join us there after tonight's game we've got martian coming in we're gonna come in hot too hopefully like the florida heat after this one when the senators get a 3-1 win is what i'm calling and again not super confident but i'm gonna act it until it happens fake it till you make it and that's what we're hoping the ottawa senators can accomplish speaking of faking it till you make it we want to say a big thank you to everyone as well i feel like we're doing this pretty often but (laughs) this is wild we had more downloads this month than we had in the entire first year that we did this. And we thought that we thought we popped off in that year. We had Tim Stutzel on the show that yep. first year. And we had more this month than we did that whole year. Crazy. So it's a credit to people for being so passionate about the Ottawa Senators. And we're just hoping to make it a little bit better to be an Ottawa Senators fan, whether that's with interviews, stats analysis, or even just a good laugh each and every day here on the pod. Congrats, Pilsy. That's big. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to everyone that's uh, followed the show. We love you guys. You guys keep us going. And, uh, hey, we're not stopping here. Rest is a weapon. I've, if I hear that one more time, I'll go crazy. No rest on this no show. Rest. Five days a week, plus the postcast and everything else we got going on. Thank you so much for making us your first listen each and every day. We'll see you in the postcast. Make sure you hit the bell so you know when we go live, when you subscribe on YouTube. But for Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.